Welcome to the Evolve Leadership Innovation Podcast, hosted by myself, Kim Ford, CEO of Rise Pittsburgh. I'm thrilled to showcase industry leaders and their approach to workforce innovation. Because Next looks different for every company today. Let's learn, grow, and connect as we dive deep into leadership evolution. Let's evolve together. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today as we evolve together. And I am really excited to have Andrew here with me. Andrew, do you mind taking a second to introduce yourself and your company? Absolutely, Kim, and thank you for for having me today. It's a, a, an honor and a pleasure. Um, so, uh, Andrew Domico, I'm the CEO of ProDeal. I joined the company a little over a year ago, both as an investor and uh, as the CEO. And uh, ProDeal is a company that's four years old with a focus on um, the lending and commercial real estate space. Uh, and our goal is to try and change the way the commercial real estate community closes deals from the old way, being email and PDF closing checklists. Um, and the messes and insecurity that's involved in, in all that and move it into a, a basically a closing table in the cloud. So the idea is to marry um, a document management uh, platform, a, a, a communication tool and a closing checklist all in one piece of software so that uh, our customers can close their deals on time every time. Love it. I am so excited to use the software. I think it's the perfect timing too for something like this in the commercial real estate space um, and definitely a necessary tool, especially with the firms that are you know, grinding through a lot of work, especially retail tenants. And, um, you know, I guess it really fits a lot of different uses in the commercial real estate realm. Um, how has the pandemic affected ProDeal? Was it a, a big hit? Was it kind of just business as usual? Did it have an effect on you? So uh, it had a it had a couple of effects, um, you know, some positive, some not so positive. Um, in terms of the the not so positive ones, so um, you know, I had gotten to know ProDeal probably in the fall before the pa- pandemic hit, and um, was looking at making an investment in the company along with an investor that I had worked with a couple companies ago, and so we were going to come in, and I was going to both invest and become the CEO. And as uh, things started unraveling with COVID, as you know, the markets dropped 15 to 20%. And um, so I was uh, having to make the difficult decision, do I continue on with this? Because the other investor decided that uh, A, the valuation is is a little expensive given the decrease in public markets. And two, um, even though I did my due diligence and, and he did his, um, you know, what would be the impact of COVID on a small business like ours, especially one that's trying to change the way people do things. Because when things go sideways, you find out very quickly if your product is a nice to have or a must have. And so I decided to go ahead with the investment. I fell in love with the team, the company, the customers that I met. Um, And so that was very different. Um, The other thing that was very different because we didn't raise as much capital as we wanted to, we made some very difficult decisions to actually reduce our expenses. Um, and there's a lot of other companies that did that. And, um, you know, that's always a difficult thing to do, but have been through that before. Um, and at the end of the day, the goal was to make sure that we had plenty of cash in the bank so that we could weather the storm. And the good news is, is that starting July, August, the business started growing again. The other good news is we didn't lose any of our customers. So it really did turn out to be a, a must have product, not a nice to have product. Um, and so that was a pleasant surprise, I have to say. And the business grew 30% last year. 
And um, as you probably know, there are certain segments of the commercial real estate uh, community that did really well last year. You know, industrials, multifamily, um, all, all were well. Obviously, hospitality and some of the big office uh, type, type transactions are still challenging and starting to come back. But because we're such a small company, because part of the, the segment was, you know, coming back strong, um, we were able to, to do just fine. So, um, you know, I think the only other challenge was um, with our employees. We asked our, our employees to take a pay cut, which is always a difficult thing to do. And as a CEO, you just don't know what their reaction is going to be. And I just shared with the team this past week how thankful I am for their sacrifice. Um, and we were um, able, based on achieving certain results, to bring their salaries back to 100% of where they were before COVID. That's um, great. And so being able to sit down with the leadership team, none of which you left, everybody worked just as hard or harder they did than they did during COVID than before COVID. You know, it really made me sort of proud to um, to have gone through that. As hard as those decisions were a little over a year ago, to keep the team together and continue to perform and then be able to share that good news with them was, uh, it brought a big smile to my face. Oh, that's fantastic. What a, what a great story. Thank you for sharing. Um, any pivots? I mean, any major changes you had to make when the pandemic hit? I mean, obviously you made the choice to stay. You made the point, the choice to join the team. And um, did you have to change to adapt to multifamily or to adapt to kind of not what necessarily you were focused on before? Or was that always the focus? No, I think the focus really hasn't changed. I mean, we've tweaked some things that I would say don't really have anything to do with COVID. I mean, our, our sales process before I got here was primarily, you know, phone calls um, and and Zoom because a lot of our customers are small to medium business lenders, and so it's really not cost effective to jump on planes, trains, and automobiles to go see them. Um, enterprise customers, we obviously spent time, you know, with them, you know, face to face, especially in New York, given that we're based in New York City. You know, firms like Fortress and Paul Hastings and, and Amtrust Financial, but all of that stuff stopped because they were not allowing vendors to come to their offices. So um, we had to adjust in terms of how we sold to enterprises, you know, the way we we're selling to the SMB market. I think the other thing that changed, obviously, like, like most companies, you know, we stopped coming to the office. Uh, we were in a WeWork facility in New York. And one of the positive things that came out of this, um, we made the decision uh, as a WeWork member to sort of defray our payments. Um, uh, and we weren't sure what WeWork's sort of position was that was going to be on that. And the good news is, is they came back to us earlier this year and said, listen, we'll sort of, you know, put aside what happened last year. If you guys are willing to make a year commitment um, at a rate that's more competitive than what you were paying before, we'll sort of forgive everything that that happened wow. during COVID. And so um, we moved up in the world. We're now on Bryant Park, which yes. is a much better uh, nice. well. view than where we were before in Midtown. And um, yeah, so listen, everything is 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 working out just fine from from that perspective. Um, and and I think the good news is, you know, COVID has helped the commercial real estate community, as you know, start to realize that they have to get their digitization sort of um, uh, strategy in 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 place. And, and so we've seen a lot of successful um, big companies make some big adjustments. Um, and we've seen a lot of small software companies and startups take advantage of that. Um, we're certainly one of those. Um, but I think our biggest challenge, Kim, COVID or no COVID is, 
you know, people don't like to change and no. lawyers are used to using email and title companies are used to using email and lenders are used to using email and bars are used to using email. And so we have to be patient yet persistent in, uh, in helping them make that transition. Yet it's so amazing. And, and I know I, I, we had a gentleman on earlier um, who talked about cybersecurity and how important it is that email is actually not a safe place. It's not a safe place, especially to do transactions like commercial real estate. And like, quite frankly, it shouldn't be done in email at all. No documents that have any critical information should be sent without secure portals. And so I think that companies are and people are going to start seeing that as they get additional spam. I mean, I know my husband's in the, you know, the IT business and just yesterday had another client that somebody clicked on that email that they thought was came from internal and it's not. And he's been telling them and, you know, it just, it happens. And so I think more and more over time, you know, that whole email is great. It's what we know. Well, it's not safe, <laughs> right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, there are um, states like New York and California who are imposing fines on financial institutions that are not using secure um, tools uh, in order to keep personally identifiable, uh, identifiable information, you know, out of the wrong hands. Um, right. And so I think we're going to see more of that. I mean, it's, it's sad to say that that's what it takes sometimes to get people to change. But I think we're in a really good position to, you know, one, help educate the community. So, um, you know, as an aside, you know, um, associated with what you're just sharing about cybersecurity, um, you know, ProDeal became a member of the Best Practices Committee of the National Public uh, National Private Lenders Association, okay. and we told um, the the association that we're committed to doing um, monthly training around cybersecurity because a lot of these direct lenders are very small. They don't have IT staffs. They don't have um, you know a cybersecurity expert. Many of them don't even have cyber insurance. So we're also looking at. Um, uh, providing an insurance mechanism if you use ProDeal to, to protect you against, um, you know, not wire fraud because that gets too expensive. Most insurance companies won't cover that. But if some information gets accidentally shared and you have to disclose that, there are costs to that. You have to hire lawyers. And so the insurance would protect those kinds of things. So we're really trying to, to educate the community and and not just try and sell them on the benefits of, of ProDeal, but but help them understand that, you know, you'll have a much more successful business over the long term um, if you look at tools like ProDeal to uh, to keep your information and your clients' information secure. Nobody wants to get embarrassed in, in the marketplace today. No, never, ever. Um, and it can really, I, I mean, it can knock you out of business, a, a big transaction that goes, you know, the wrong direction. So so what does back to work look like? Are you, so you're going back to WeWork, obviously? <laughs> We're going back to WeWork. Um, we signed the membership agreement, re-signed the membership agreement uh, a couple of weeks ago. Thanks. And uh, matter of fact, our um, the, the gentleman that runs operations for us just sent out a memo. Um, all the stuff we put in storage is now coming out of us out of storage and yes. getting shipped to the office. That's so exciting. So is everybody going there, or are you going to be flexible? Like, what are you? What does your plan look like? Well. Two of our employees moved to Florida, so they won't be in, in New York. Um, uh, so uh, 
the four of us that are left uh, in the New York area, we have a development team in Belgrade, Serbia, which I actually flew to uh, about three weeks ago. So oh. I wanted to go over, you know, months ago, but couldn't. So it was great to go over and, and see the Serbian team. I'd never been to Belgrade before. That's another story, but that was yeah. great. But back, but back to New York. Um, there'll be four or five of us that'll be going to WeWork three days a week. Um, uh, it'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and and obviously Monday or Friday if we have a, a customer need or a need yep. to get together, everybody knows they need to be flexible. So, um, yes, my hour and a half commute each way every day will uh, will we'll get back to normal. Um, oh, so. that's exciting though. It's at least for me, like seeing traffic was like. <gasps> I don't know. I just, I miss, I miss seeing people. I miss sitting across from people face to face. But like you said, there's still positive things that came out of this, such as now CEOs and, you know, the C-suite, they know how to use video conferencing. They would never use it before. Why? Because they hate change. Right. And, and now they've had been forced into using it. And, and, you know, that case now, like you can have meetings this way and everybody's comfortable. So it's, it's kind of nice when, you know, things are forced that we're going to come eventually. Right. Absolutely. And I, and I'm really encouraged that, that a lot of other companies are really trying to, to get their employees back to work for us as we start to grow our employee base again, as we've been very cautious over the last year, you know, when you're a small company like, like us, I mean, we don't have the resources of large companies in terms of sales operations and HR and training and those kinds of things. So yours truly has to, to, to do some <laughs> of the heavy lifting, which I love to do, but it's so much more gratifying to be able to do it in person and do some hard work and then go off and have a lunch with an employee or, yeah. you know, do something fun. And so we'll be able to do those things now which is yeah, great. That's exciting. Well, I, I know a lot of business leaders across the country are kind of trying to figure out what to do next. Do you have any advice for other business leaders as they figure things out? Well, I would I would sort of um, share the advice that I've tried to give myself and in, in my leadership team, which is, you know, nothing's changed. We still need to be close to our customers, both physically and in terms of understanding their business. And so moving back to New York will allow us to actually see many of our commercial real estate customers in person. And a lot of them want to spend some time with us. Matter of fact, Emerald Creek Capital has a big event on July 14th in New York City. And I can't wait to go because I'll get to meet a whole bunch of other people that I just haven't had a chance to meet yet. So that's, so that's going to be great. But um, listen, I think listening to your customers, listening to your employees is really important. Um, you know, some people feel like they have it all figured out and we're going to do this or we're going to do that. And, and, and my view is there has to be a balance. Um, yeah. At the end, end of the day, we have three sort of constituencies we're trying to sort of address our investors, um, our customers and our employees. And we have to come up with something that, you know, uh, allows us to achieve all of our objectives. And so, to start, it'll be three days a week, um, and we'll see where it goes after that. I love it. I love it. Well, the purpose of Evolve is really to allow business leaders to learn, connect, and grow together. And thank you so much for taking the time today. And it's always great talking to you. And I look forward to seeing you when we see each other in Dallas soon. No, me too, Kim. And by the way, congratulations on um, getting into the Forbes Council. That was uh, oh, great thank to see. you. Well yeah, deserved. thank you so much. Yeah, great talking to you. And thank you again. You too, Kim. All right, talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to follow us on social media and let's continue to evolve together. See you soon.